0: Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. Good afternoon, Carl, and welcome to episode 28. 28. What are my favorite numbers? Uh, I think today it would be two and eight.
1: Two and eight? Yes. And yes. up
0: to ten, shorten it
1: up, and it leads up to a one. Numerology, it would be a one day.
0: All right. And so, Carl, are you some sort of numerology aficionado are, are oh, you are you reading the stars do you read your tea leaves Should I
1: not read stars and tea leaves or spinning hubcaps but what I do like is uh, looking at patterns of numbers when you do like crossword puzzles uh, Sudoku, you know those sort of things you you get into a pattern of what all these numbers kind of like add up to or subtract from or you know hitting meanings and things and of course, when I do lottery, when I do lottery, uh, I don't use the quick pick feature available to everybody. Ah. I sit over to the side or take some of the cards home and think about it and mark off uh, my own choices rather I than see. having a uh, I saw, computer I saw, ticket. I
0: saw a movie yesterday uh, called The Imitation Game. And it's it's all about the uh, folks there in Britain during uh, the uh, dark days of World War Two, and they were doing puzzles and and numbers and, okay. and all these mathematical equations to come up with different things. And yes. it was actually, uh, it was actually it's it's based on a true story. It's actually a very fascinating uh, story. But uh, did, did you get to that depth? Did you did you build the whole computer? Are right. you calculating your 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 numbers? Wow! Back in the day, I think I had a
1: couple, uh, you know. Build at your home like uh, little uh, crystal radios and things like that, but I, I never progressed to anything more than
0: a couple of lights blinking on a board. My brother, my brother, uh, one of my many brothers. I'm, I'm one of seven kids, so uh, he uh, he went to one of those comic book ads and he he bought what was on there was this it was this calculator. Nice, this twelve digit calculator. It's like this is fantastic and it comes and it's it's a glorified slide rule but they put it in a case where you had to use this pointed instrument okay. to move the numbers okay. around and it was it was it was not it was not easy
1: <laughs> math is, math has always escaped me as being something you know that I didn't excel in at, in school of course but uh, you need math for just about everything everything that I do currently still I have to measure things and weigh things and put things together as far as, you know, balance. There's always a balance with numbers, and it's
0: very important. Balancing your numbers. Speaking of numbers, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the statistics coming out of this generational storm. Yes, yeah. It was, uh, you know, and we we're, we're, were right here in the middle of it, of yes. course. Uh, it ground settled, zero. Settled in the north towns and then yep. over the space of a few days moved to the south. The top recorded wind at the Buffalo International Airport came in at 82 80? miles per hour. Wow. That's uh, that's hurricane forces, they that, would say. That's, that is. Just above 80. 80 and above. Yep. I believe it hits that point. And 50.3 inches of snow. Oh,
1: I, I believe it. I think I moved a lot of that.
0: Yeah. And it, ju- it just kept on moving around. Yeah. But the power outages, I was I was out with the volunteer fire department. We, we had power lines that were dropping everywhere, but uh, through just our own utility companies, right. and brought in as mutual aid, they had 7,000 utility workers working 24 hours a day, round the clock, yeah. for After six the days. Six days. Yeah. Well, during the storm, too, they were bringing them in because Bring they had live power lines that were down. We had one down here on East Niagara that was burning. It didn't know to turn off, <laughs> so it was didn't understand. No, yeah, did not understand. No, so well. Thankfully, a lot of people
1: uh, survived uh, with just you know a few days without power and you know as it was you know the auxiliary refrigerator you know just putting
0: everything outside on the porch or something or a coolers. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. You know, survived we, that.
0: We had a we had a story out of Buffalo, New York, where there was a, a fellow who got stranded in the snow, and we just call him Jay the mechanic. But his story was all over the news yesterday. Um, he, he wound up stranded with many other people that were you know out of power, stuck in the street, and so on. And he found his way to a public school building. And um, he, di- he did gain entry, let's just say. Um, and uh, he went back out, and he brought the people into the school building. Wow. And, uh, I heard they, about that a they, little bit. Yeah, they, they uh, warehoused there, and then uh, he was able to get the, the large ride-on snowblower right. uh, started. And he got that out, and he cleared cars, cleared, got more people in, and, and did this whole thing. Well, in the meantime, the alarm company had called into the police department. They weren't going anywhere. They, they weren't able to get there. There was just yeah. too much going on. A, a broken window at a school is, wasn't obviously a priority when no. you're dealing with lives. Um, so when they did finally get there, they saw a broken window and didn't seem like anything was disturbed. And everything was was tidy and clean in the way it was supposed to be. But this little note that was there, and it apologized. It said, sorry about the window, you know, but you know, we had to do this, this, and this, and signed it J. And uh, they wanted to find him, not for criminal purposes, but, right. but to commend him because he he did save lives. Sinking out of the box. Yeah, well, and, and Congratulations this, this, to him. this was something that was just, Incredible, but there's so many positive stories. There's, yeah. there's enough I, negative in the world. I I would not want people to
1: remember this storm just on some of the f- foolish fools that tend to take advantage of a, a natural disaster or, or something going on, you know, civil discord, yes. to uh, loot, pillage, and, and destroy. Uh, but, you know, the human heart absolutely... You know, amazes me sometimes with people going out, risking their own lives. And there were a few lost lives of people going out, you know, trying to help others during this storm. And, uh, you know, we're not done hearing, hearing any of these stories. You know, people, you know, gathered up, you know, some folks, you know, and helped them out, brought them into a barbershop, brought them into a deli. Uh, that store on Elmwood Avenue—it's very famously, you know, named. We never close. Yes. Frank, they didn't close. <laughs> they had, they had many, many people that were there that uh, trudged their way, you know, up there for you know, like necessities, supplies, and they were, they were open.
0: Right. And hats off to our first responders, our fire, our police, our EMS. Even with vehicles getting stuck, stuck. they did not yeah. stop responding. Now they couldn't do it to the efficiency that they could if. You know, the weather was clear, obviously, but they didn't stop. You had you yeah. had EMS and first responders working nonstop for three days, yeah. getting getting power naps and then continuing the the. I works. I don't even
1: believe they took power naps. I believe these guys just kind of just like slept with their eyes open as they were still working and trying their hours. There's a story, you know, right up in North Tonawanda, a, a tour bus got stranded on River Road. So two North Tonawanda, you know, police officers got, got to them and started ferrying them back and forth in a pickup truck, you know, to the fire hall that's right over there. And they realized it, at this point, it's going to take too long to just keep doing four at a time. So they formed a human chain, held everybody held hands and off they trudged through, uh, oh. you know, the snow and, and, you know, up to Ward Road, Sweeney Hose company. Shout out to those guys. They had their chowder, uh, Chowda, I believe the, it's pronounced the, chowda. Chow, the The week before, and they had some, and they usually, what they do is they freeze it, and then they sell for, you know, six bucks a quarter, whatever it is. And they fed those folks. Yeah. And then they they then followed up and uh, got them some rooms in Niagara Falls and took care of those people. I was but, speaking
0: with uh, a woman at the, at the coffee shop yesterday over there at Coffee and Stone, and she's, uh, I guess, the uh, head uh housekeeper there at a hotel out in Niagara Falls and she said they brought in all sorts of people yeah made sure that they had rooms and they brought out their breakfast fixings and these these stories go on and on they do Uh, there was a there was a crew from one of our regional ambulance companies right they got stuck in the snow I believe it was on hurdle Ave. if I if I read the article and saw the pictures correctly and uh they they got their way out. I mean, the vehicle had to be abandoned, but they got out so that they could continue yeah. to provide EMS. And it, the stories just go on. It's just it's incredible churches, what was done. church
1: groups uh, of all denominations. You know, if they had room in the church, they were bringing people in down into the basement. They were feeding them, housing them, sheltering them. Uh, it was a killer storm. Uh, currently, what's it? You know, the death count's at what 38, 38 souls lost. That that, yeah. that count is just uh, we don't know yet, yeah. you know they're still finding um, you know souls lost you know all over and uh, it's a shame. And we we, we give our, our heart and our, our prayers absolutely to, uh, to to we, their families and their friends. Our own our own DPW um, fire police parks department right here in the city of Tonawanda. what a job they did I mean just everything went to, you know, emergency plans and then plus things that happened that you cannot plan for that, you know, what, you know, how would you, you know, you know, really like assign, you know, somebody to something and then that breaks down or that gets stuck and then you've got, you know, next man up, you know, kind of thing. And our fire hall, you know, was, you know, a port in a storm. Exactly for uh for everything from uh humans to a little furry friend that wandered over there yeah we did
0: did that during the uh the 2006 the famous uh october ice storm um and the same thing and the the fire halls here in the city of one of course they filled up yep and uh kept people warm and and rehab came in and they fed them so you know the good stories far outweigh the sad ones but let's let's not forget that there are there are some families out there that are in pain and Again, of course, our hearts go out to them, and it's it's uh, yes, it's 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 one thing to uh, well, we're we're not we're not going to dwell on that. Now, a lot of people are worried about this because now we're in a thaw because now it's fifty six degrees today. Yeah,
1: imagine that you know and a week ago today, like right now, you know the storm was really starting to hit. It came yeah. about eight fifteen, eight twenty last Friday, and.
0: Four days, that was it. You you knew your neighbor was across the street, but you could not see them. So there's a lot of concern about flooding in the south towns, and the National Weather Service came out this morning, about 8.35 this morning, um, and reported on actually uh, CNN, I believe, also covered it. So the flood risk is actually fairly small. It says the melting snow rarely causes flooding, but it can at certain times. I guess what they want to make sure is that creeks aren't blocked. Right. And, well, that's, that's pretty know, tough because yeah. the creeks don't have that,
1: that big, thick, thick layer of ice that usually causes those ice dams. And if you remember your math, Frank, going back to math. I try not to. Right. One inch of water equals about a foot of snow. So that's not a lot when you're doing like a
0: snow melt like we've got going so, so on. So we only had three inches of water in my front yard is what you're saying. Yes. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. see, that makes me feel better because it felt like a lot more than three hundred. Well, no, it, it was probably
1: you know just a saturation. But yeah, we're. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you could consider it a fortunate event. You know, within a few days of the storm ending, to a few days of now weather pattern of going into the forties and fifties, light rain expected. Uh, New Year's Day.
0: Well, we still have three more months of winter here yeah. in our, our... Oh, no, no doubt. North. No doubt, but... I mean, if if, if we continue to have uh, this kind of snow, I'm going to take down my regular flag, and I'm going to put up a Newfoundland flag. So there you go. So people know they've reached the Northeast. you have a Newfoundland flag? No, but I can get one. Oh, okay. I can get one. All right. You know, you know what? Uh, it was funny. They, they had... And this this part was actually funny. The, the Buffalo Bills came back into town, and of course their trucks were parked uh, over there, I guess, near the stadium. And they were... Fully buried. So you have these, these pictures of these, these players. One guy's driving out with his pickup truck. He literally had a 12 foot drift in his pickup truck head. Yeah. He was driving away with it. It was a,
1: mo- a moving snowbank. I think I saw that picture.
0: It was a moving <laughs> snowbank. Yeah, they were t- tunneling like, like, like uh, you know, tunnel rats into the snow to get to their, their trucks and things. But you know what? That, this, this is exciting because we've got, once again, the Bills are going to be doing Monday Night Football. Boy, that last one was a nail biter right down to the end. It really was, and uh, of course it it came out. But it was nice weather, nice weather, nice weather, and it was up here in Buffalo. And then all of a sudden, fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, yep, boom, blizzard, yep, snow <laughs> globe effect, <laughs> and it changed. But they're coming up against the Bengals on Monday night, yeah. and they're at matched odds. Uh, what one of the statistics that came out. It says that uh, the quarterback for, for the Bengals Burroughs and, and our quarterback here in Buffalo, Josh Allen, they're tied this year for seventy eight passing and rushing touchdowns, which I guess is is, you know, right there near near a record. Yep. And yep. Uh, it's it's pretty impressive. But man, I think uh, the world you said it earlier, the world's gonna be watching this game yeah. on Monday. Whether you like football or not, whether you just, like it or it's not, a it's, it's
1: it's like, you know, you, you sat down, you know, and you watched the uh, the, the World Cup final. Yeah. Not that you, you know, you're a follower of football uh, slash I, soccer. I European football, I am, but if I do. you But when you saw that, it was, it was just an amazing game because when it got to like to the 100 minute and then it went into the penalty minute and then it went to the, you know, the shootout, <laughs> it was, that was exciting. And, I, and I'm not a fan of, of most things uh, that involves, you know, a soccer type play. But, like rugby i, I yeah, can't understand I, rugby and i i, I can't do it. it's a violent this. and muddy game
0: I, I, I well this so. this game i mean this is like rock'em sock'em robots yeah. i mean it's, it, it will it's, be it's, it's, a, it's evenly two, matched and just two wow. heavyweights the current afc you
1: know champion defending afc champion and the buffalo bills who want to be the afc champion yeah. to and, and go on to the super bowl in february but I'm excited about it. I'm sure uh, there will be a lot of talk about it, you know, all this weekend. And uh, it's a great diversion from what else is going on. Oh, my.
0: Oh, my. Yes, it Uh, is.
1: Saturday, the Bills played. And it wasn't a home game. So, Saturday, the Bills played. And it was nice because it was something to do during, you know, Saturday afternoon, early evening to do something besides stare out the window at something you have zero control
0: over. It was interesting to watch through the windows. I mean, I got to watch from the street. So, You know, I mentioned Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I had this yes. little flashback to, to Christmas when uh, the seven of us were younger. And my brother got those Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Remember the nice classic toys? And these, these, were, these were, you know, activities. You moved your body and you so to, on. You had to do something. And you, had to, you had to do something. You know, we were out to dinner for my wife's birthday last night. And I'm looking around. And even in the restaurant, everybody is sitting there eating and staring at their cell phones. Oh no! Uh, literally every single tape. There was nobody having dinner that was engaged in conversation except us. We felt like we were talking in a library. It was very very yeah. odd. How dare you! I know, but uh, I just I just think. Uh, what was your favorite classic toy from Christmas? Do you remember a good one? Uh, board games. We loved Clue. We loved
1: um, Monopoly. We had. Uh, a lot of the board games, uh, Risk. We played. We played Clue endlessly. Stratego? Did you? Were you a Stratego did, person? No, we did not do Stratego. We used to do like the Chinese checkers. Oh, we had those. Those yes. were phenomenal. We had this and big metal
0: one that we could do. all Yeah, kinds the of round one. You yeah. Could, yeah,
1: yeah. And I always played two colors. You know, I refused
0: to just play the one. You know, just going across the board. I always played two just to keep things exciting. Well, you know, there was my, my favorite one, and, and of course they've they've disappeared. It was actually this little electronic cockpit. It was just like the dashboard okay. with two yokes on it for an airplane, and right. it had the altimeter, and it had the horizon and things on it. It was battery-operated, made these whizzy noises, and had these weird tube headsets on it, and it was really, really, really this cool thing. And uh, so, of course, you know, we I always got upset when we had to break down the jet airplane on the dining room table oh, for dinner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so well, yeah, that sounds, but that that sounds was, really it nice. was amazing. Okay, I remember rock and sock em. I remember the exciting Christmas when we all chipped in to buy mom and dad new technology. It was the first Mouse Mr. Trip. Coffee. You, oh, Mr. Coffee. Yeah, the very first one. Oh, and uh, we all chipped in to get that, and, and now I mean we have all these, you know, these, these Keurigs and other things, drips and, and pour overs and, and Keurigs. And, uh, super yeah. Nescafe, super pods, yeah. and. But you know, has it gotten better or just different? That that that's really my question. I I would
1: say different because you always find yourself seeing something that from your youth, your childhood, and you want to recreate that, which is why the market for some of these. Toys from the 60s are priced like so phenomenally oh, yeah. high. I mean, I do some m- appraisals actually for a couple of shops down the street. If here. you, if you like, uh, like our neighbor to the east here, who was one of our guests on our podcast this past year, um, the audio shop, yeah, vintage audio, uh, you know, he scours the globe for audio uh, equipment and resells it. And it's it's a it's yeah, a it darn good that resells it. Then it when yeah, it goes it's a, out the
0: door. We have one here. I actually have a Marantz. Yes. Uh, here in our, our studio, from because I just the sound from it is just And amazing. a couple bookshelf speakers. Yeah.
1: Very nice. Yeah, it's it's a nice beginning. Now you got to get the turntable and of course the reel to reel, the graphic equalizer, and lots of lights and yeah. switches and buttons.
0: Christmas just doesn't seem. Uh, you know, it doesn't have that same. I don't know. Uh, Whimsy and and fantasy to it anymore. Maybe just because I'm old. Maybe because my kids are grown up. But I always yeah. try to keep that in, in Christmas with yeah. my kids. Now we're down to just putting up the tree. The tree. The tree goes up. A the tree. decoration goes. How do you on. get away with only uh, a singular one tree in your home? My wife is extraordinarily practical and efficient. We
1: have four, and another one came today UPS.
0: Ah, well, you need all those for, for New Year's.
1: It's incredible. You know, I'm very. They grateful each have a theme. Separate themes. Separate themes. There's no just like throw in some... you, you know you have a SpongeBob one? We have a Grinch tree. Uh-huh. We have a 60s, 70s throwback aluminum tinsel tree mm. complete with color wheel. Everybody has one of those. Oh, well, you, must. you must. Or did. Then you have your really horribly fashioned, it looks like a, uh, like a, sorry folks, a toilet bowl brush with the on flocking. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, the flocking uh the artificial snow yes which needs to be sprayed on you know and touched up touched up, up constantly tu- yes. so i have to drag this thing out in the backyard in the stand spray it a couple psh, 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 yeah you don't want to spray, spray it. it inside no that. no oh, oh, my, my lord
0: it, the chemical I, I don't there. even know
1: what that chemical is it's it's brutal it, it, if you can smell it it's not it good for probably you. has six six sections on the label alone as far as it's carcinogenic uh principles Well, you know, there. when
0: you read the label, it says good for flocking, uh, and termite and rodent control. Yes. Uh, yeah. Putting out small house fires. you got to know there's something in that that's just not right.
1: Trichlorethylene one's probably <laughs> in there. I'm positive <laughs> of that. Polyisocyanurate, you know, that was something. Brutal stuff, yeah. And then uh, so we have the Grinch tree, uh, we have the toy tree, which is just all tiny little toys, uh, ornaments that you could get like uh, from Hallmark and Other shops, Mm -hmm. Um, the Grinch tree, the uh, toilet brush tree, which is decorated with nothing but those ornaments, the balls that look like they have like the spun fiberglass on there. Ah, yes. So they're not colored glass balls with
0: frosting
1: on there. They're just satin Satin looking. Those satin looking ridiculous gold and red. And then there is the normal tree, which pretty much everything's on there, including the fake, uh, popcorn, right. Cranberries. Right. Right. Faux. It's not fake. It's
0: faux. Oh, faux.
1: Yes. And the the one that arrived today I hear is going to be the, uh, the almost like the
0: throwback to like the early sixties, uh, kind of theme. You see now my, my father, um, he lost his parents at a very young age, and he, he was red haired, so he truly was the red headed stepchild. Uh, quite quite an interesting uh, story. He wrote a, a biography before he passed, but anyways, um, he he was shipped here to Buffalo to Father Baker's. Okay, from California, a nice place. And he was picked up by a couple of uh, German sisters, uh, who were step parents, and they they brought him to to their house, and um, this this. He just turned out to be this wonderful man, just because of those few years with them. But, anyways, as, as a small child, I remember going to Aunt May and Aunt Joe. Uh, we went to their house, and they lived in a, uh, uh, a kind of a Victorian home in Buffalo. Not a huge one; it was a Victorian era home, so that the finishings and, and the okay. woodwork and stuff inside, and the fireplaces, and so on. I always remember walking in the front door, and it was every room was a postcard. The, the big natural tree with the real bubble lights on it and, and you know, the large Christmas thing sure. and, of course, the stockings by the real fire. Just every little thing. You could take a picture anywhere and make a photo album out of it. And it was just this this wonderment. There was antique toys that looked brand new. They probably were. That were part of the display that oh, they, yeah. just, they just had. Staging. Yeah, but,
1: staging for the uh, Good Housekeeping uh, Christmas edition.
0: But it was they were they were just these these very very uh, sweet ladies, sisters, and uh, this this is what they they dedicate their life to was you know taking care of uh, stepkids, and uh, but what a what a wonderful thing. I, again I, I walked on down memory lane there. Let's get to current day. We have we have to cover our national days, of course. National, I see,
1: folks. It was almost there. I we were almost there without. Having to endure a national day. Uh, give me a hint
0: on our national day, Frank. Well, you know what? This this is this is classic because this first one, you might say it's all about us. Us, others like us. Old 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 guys. Uh, no, 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 that, that's, that,
1: that comes old, on grandparents' day. Old guys out of shape that used to be in shape possibly day.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, oh, I, right. I know what a gym looks like, I, but, uh. You pass by one every day. No, we're, we're sitting studio. here doing something. It's something other people do and it's, they have a national day for it now. Podcast? It is. No.
1: National podcast day. How did this happen? National podcast day? The only thing that would make national podcast day any better if there was a. A food element also
0: involved somehow well, today. You know, I'm glad you asked. And of course... I didn't ask, but okay. Okay, you know what? And and if you had to pick any food that you would celebrate as a National Day, what is every, every, I won't say every guy, but you know, a lot of guys really, this is, this is like number one. This is on your... Bone and ribeye. No, no. No, this, no, no. This goes on your, your baked potatoes. This yes. goes in your... Butter. Your uh, burritos, it goes on. Oh, wait a, on a minute! Pizza, it's 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 smoky, it's tasty, it's crunchy, it's the aroma, the aroma alone, The
1: aroma alone because you know you're within fifty yards of it. Bacon, it is Bacon it is Day National. Oh, wow, Bacon
0: Day National Podcast Day. But we have one other that seems to tie in Ugh. with this old guy theme. We're talking on the podcast, and uh, you know, it's eating bacon, bacon. day. Uh, this one is to take care of other issues, and it, there's there's no way of giving a hint. It is actually National Bicarb of Soda Day. Oh. And that, that's what you should be. Uh, you know, Jimmy. That should be January 1st. Jimmy, can you get me a bicarb? A bicarb. That's what it used to be. It used to be two little packets yeah. that you tear open and, and put in. Alka-Seltzer. And then Alka-Seltzer well, came yeah. out with the tablets. But yeah. before that, it was two separate Briosky. packets.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Every, yeah. every Italian family on the planet has a jar that blue jar with the white label, Brioski, yeah. in the
0: cupboard. I think I still do I, as myself.
1: I, I, I believe I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, if you overdo the bacon, uh, podcast giving you a lot of stress, you got a little Ajadu. You, you know, you it, get a little bicarbonate soda. soda. It, it had that little citrusy flavor in there, but it was brutal. Oh, oh, brutal. Oh, it just, just, but it worked. It did. It did. It did. It was, well, you know, of course, when it first starts to take that effect, there's the herp that follows. Yeah, uh, which is usually uncomfortable and, and tingly, but I, I wandered out. You know what? Uh, we've covered yeah, I just podcast, bacon, podcast bacon, podcast bacon, Ryasky day, bar yeah. carb day. We're we 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 have run the full gamut. You know, and for episode twenty eight, you know, and it we're coming up on New Year's Eve right now. We are what you, you, plans for New Year's Eve? Are you going to do a big Eve? party? Yes, or? yes, we have uh, we
1: have a little party planned at my my daughter's house uh, from about four o'clock to eight o'clock. Uh, the cousins, my, my daughter's cousins, my sister-in-law's, brother-in-law's, et cetera, meet over there, and uh, have like a little uh, buffet kind of thing, and the little kids, you know, like the seven and others, There's was like there's nine of them, ten, actually. Uh, we all get together, we do like a little uh, countdown for New Year's Eve at eight o'clock, and... Uh, You're going to
0: confuse the children like
1: that. No, no, they'll go, they'll go they, they don't know. It'll, it's dark, you know, we'll, we'll play it all up. Aha. You're gonna set the clocks ahead just to fool them? No, no, they don't know how to tell time anyway. These are little kids. You you gotta
0: start them young. If you're gonna break them in and make them, you know, humans, you gotta start at an early age. There's, there's, there's people probably
1: in that one generation that if they look at a clock with hands, they don't know what time it is. It's, you know,
0: that is that is sad but true. Talk about talk about generational changes. Wow, (laughs) you know, it's to them, it's like calculus. What? Yeah. What's the little one that keeps moving? That would be the second hand. What's the second?
1: The the hand's on the seven, and the the other bigger
0: hand's on the four. So it's seven, four. Seven, four. It's like that joke. What's a newspaper? It's the internet made from paper. Yeah. Um, Funny. So, yeah. um, Got some current events coming up? Current events coming up?
1: Well, unfortunately, we have a bit of sad news. Oh, I don't like sad news. Well, this is a congratulations, actually, to a group, Warmth for Hungry Hearts a wonderful, wonderful group uh, organized seven years ago by uh, Cheryl Bannis, Gary Bannis, uh, Becca Herzog, and uh, Robert Giordano. Um, These fine folks have been serving breakfast um, once a month over at the Grove Street Christian Church. And not only are they feeding the uh, body, they're feeding the soul as well. Uh, And for seven years they've been doing this. Um, And January 2nd, uh, it's coming to an end. It's coming to a close. Uh, all good things come to an end, as they say, but this one here is going to be missed. And uh,
0: maybe somebody
1: will, will pick that up and uh, continue on that good wow. work. Well,
0: those, those folks have been doing such such beautiful, dedicated So work. when you're doing anything for seven
1: years and uh, the community uh, has been a benefit of it, uh, they're going to be missed. So thank you f- to those folks. And if you have a chance, January 2nd, uh, stop on over to the Grove Street Christian Church here in the city of Tonawanda and say hello and and, and thank them again for doing that. And I just wanted to mention again, if it's possible to uh, thank our DPW Fire Department, Police Department, Parks, for the extraordinary efforts uh, here during, after the storm, the cleanup that went on. Our our Mayor White uh, wanted to open up the streets and... uh, you know and the uh, travel ban yes here in the city of tonawanda um but was uh, it didn't, promptly didn't uh, go that way did it it didn't go that way uh, he was uh called you know on the phone and uh, they said you you can't do that because the rest of the county is still closed how dare you be so efficient yes how dare in, we have such good workers yes.
0: such dedicated how workers how can you
1: how can you do this you know get your your city back uh Cleared out curb to curb. Your snow pile is starting to be removed. You know, and your, yeah. your Our Christmas bis-
0: garbage was being picked up yeah. already. In Business the
1: district was, uh, just, in, in, uh, in fine shape. Uh, city parking lots were being attended to. We live in a great community. We really do. Our, our
0: services are unparalleled.
1: Yeah, They really are. And we thank them. We tell them they're, they're doing such a great job. But because they're so organized, you know, from the senior center, the parks and rec department, the DPW, the police department, Fire department, um, it all comes from top down. Chiefs, superintendents, bosses, laborers, workers, the volunteers who assist them at the various locations. Um, it, it all comes it all comes together, doesn't it? It really does. And when you're looking at, at it from, you know, like the 4,000-foot view, um, yeah, you could see the streets of Tonawada were plowed in, you know, Cheektowaga and... Yeah. You know, Hamburg, Orchard Park, Buffalo, Lackawanna, uh, Depew, Amherst.
0: Uh, they, they all they all had to make efforts, but, you know, there's, there's only yeah. so many hands. There's only so many plows. And Buffalo's still working out. Now they've opened up the streets. Yeah. But now they're removing the snow, which yeah. is a monumental task. Yeah, and
1: even as it's melting, that stuff is getting heavier yeah. for all that equipment to scoop up, dump in those dump trucks, and then they're taking it. Of course, there's some you know, locations that I would never think of. Central, it,
0: central terminal and the waterfront.
1: Yeah. I would take it all to the waterfront because guess what? When it melts, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let the water return to its oh, dare you natural state. Sense. I know. I, I, I feel so remiss. What's,
0: what's ha- is now uh, as far as New Year's Eve? I mean, it's changed in a lot of municipalities. What's going to be there? We, anything going on around no. our burr this year? No. No, we're not
1: doing anything this year uh on the bridge uh it used to happen that they would do uh some sort of like a, a ball drop or something and you know some short little firework show but they're not doing that this year uh there was not anybody that uh, came forward to sponsor the event so uh, they're just going to let it go there's enough uh you know nightclubs and restaurants and bars in the immediate area that i'm sure that will be packed to capacity and full and they'll have their own little uh toast at midnight or what have you. Maybe people after COVID have decided that they're going to do more celebrating at home. Well, people are so used to being at home that, you know, maybe it's good to get out. Yeah. I know that, you know, like uh, when I went to the store on Wednesday, I went to uh, one of our local grocery stores on Wednesday, uh, just looking for a few items, nothing, you know, like eggs, bread or milk or something like that. I was looking for a few uh, items for, uh, for a recipe that I needed uh to get for the wife and uh the shelves were pretty much cleared out. Yeah. And it's not because people were going in there and just buying everything. It was just because they they were not restocked yet. Yeah. They couldn't come in. The, the trucks were stuck, the throwaway was closed, you know, everything our, was Route shut 90, Route yeah. for obvious reasons. And of course yeah. it eliminated
0: a huge amount of problems that we had during prior storms up yeah. on the throwaway before those barricades but I'll began. bet if
1: you go out now and go to your local uh stores today or even tomorrow that you'll find the items that you uh were lacking i know that uh, when i went to the pharmacy i, I they were well stocked the pharmacy was okay they weren't uh, short of anything and
0: you know this this year while while going through different properties as you know i, I inspect real estate um, going through some of these homes during covid they prepared for any kind of disaster that kept them home there's Separate dry storage for, for certain amounts of food and dry goods and, you know, everything from paper towels and toilet paper. And as I'm going through these houses, they literally built these things in because of those last two years. And, uh, you know, what was funny, speaking of retro, three different basements that I saw that were converted into 1950s diners. With all the 1950s chrome, the, the floor tiles, the decor, and, and all the accents and things. But people, people really prepared themselves. And it makes me kind of think of... I know the stories my mother used to tell about going through the depression, and when they got out, everybody then prepared themselves for that to happen again. And I think over the years, uh, many of us have have forgotten those those lessons from our parents.
1: Well, you you really can't look at what our parents and grandparents did um, as far as like canning or preserving foods and everything, because th- those generations did that because they came through the depression. Mm-hmm. And everything was valuable to them. But now it seems like, you know, you get the the tiniest little wrinkle on an apple and the kids won't eat it and it gets thrown out. Back when I was a kid, those apples got sliced and put up and canned and then stored down in the basement. And then, of course, you had applesauce year round. You had fresh apple slices for apple pies year round. Peaches, pears. And all those fruits and, and vegetables. Yeah. My mother used to make a bunch of jam and a bunch yeah, of jellies. But now it's now it's more or less like you know like the it it just seems like that's not needed anymore to do that.
0: I still and do it, some canning. I
1: some still people do. still do, but yeah. I mean for the majority uh, I mean you you can't you go you go downstairs into like the fruit cellar or whatever you want to call that little closet down in the basement.
0: <laughs> the canning uh, cupboard is what can, we called
1: it. Yeah, and there's nothing in there but you know old dishes and Perhaps yeah. some boxes of junk and that's right a-
0: right now I have sixteen gallons of hot peppers fermenting for my world famous hot sauce. Delicious. And I'm actually making two varieties: I'm making a green and making a red. I uh, listen. Speaking of planning ahead, I Let's actually look- I actually have some dates here uh, from from the mayor's office. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so things to look for this uh, this year. So you can you probably already have your calendars that you got for Christmas. So you can mark these dates down. Yes. Sunday, June eleventh. The city of Tanawan is bringing back the youth jazz festival on the waterfront. Oh, nice. Remember that. And that is, that's that's our, our local high school and other high schools from the area bringing in their the best of their best. These are their jazz ensembles that come in. Oh, And uh, we may have a couple of musical guests that are there. And it was so amazing last year, and the, and the, and the kids had such a good time. And it was a beautiful day. But right at, at our uh, waterfront uh, concert venue, Yep. Um, the Mayor, yep. The June, July, uh, the Ignite the Waterfront is coming back. We oh, haven't okay. set the date on that, but uh, we, have, we have set the date for the next Oktoberfest, which is going to be moved earlier. Earlier? So it's not going to be in October? No. Well, oh. you know what? True Oktoberfest is actually held mid September. Okay. And it had to do with calendars, Gregorian calendars, and other things that got shifted, but it's actually held in September. So we got September 9th. 9 9? 9 9 and uh, 9 9, that's uh, German actually means no no. Um, so 9 9 means no no. Um, anyway, uh, September 9th, Good. Uh, the second annual Canal City Oktoberfest. And, uh, oh, the first some, one was fun. This one's just going to take the lid off of that. Um, it's going to be combined with a, uh, at this time a car show and a craft show are going to be there. Come on. Uh, there's going to be a keg okay. tapping that's going to go on. Nice. Uh, we're going to try to get the mayors in there to do the keg tapping. How about this some, year. uh, some souvenir steins? Uh, souvenir steins. We've, we've got those prepared. And of course the, uh, the folks that supplied us the German sausages last year are on the calendar. All the vendors are coming back. And the rum balls. Rum balls oh, will be back in the house. Boy. So we love our Karamichi Bakery. Yes. If you if, listen, folks, if you Prosper ever, 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 ever had a craving for a really, really good rum ball and all sorts of other, Karamichi's Bakery, yes. look what that a up. Deliciousness. Oh. you just you just walked by and and the case called to you. It summoned you, and uh, people were leaving with takeaways with those things to take them home, and it was just oh. Just, just if, beautiful. If you want, if
1: you want Karamichi's information, why don't you just uh, drop us a line in our email box,
0: which would be at the talk of at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> I had to get my radio voice for that. He 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 does that intentionally. Folks. I, I do. He does that do. it intentionally. It's actually it's a reflex. It uh, is. But Prosper Brewing, uh, Thank our, you. our local uh, brewery up there up on Webster Street, looking at coming back Great. and uh, yeah, just just. Good, good, wonderful things. Very, very excited about it. It is fun. Uh, looks like we're gonna have the uh, Frankfurters coming back for the headliner band. They had a good time, even though it was a little brisk. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take care of the brisk. We're not gonna be in that. We'll be in September. Yeah. So it's the first weekend after school opens. Okay. So You'll be everybody, here. everybody's here. Everybody's here. Nobody's out of town. Everybody's back. Welcome to the hub. And after the first few days of school and and the homework and the five thousand Folders you got to buy and yes. fighting through the stores to get school supplies. You're going to need a little break. Yes,
1: and the candy sales and the and the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything begins. So that buy first this.
0: weekend is an important weekend to go. I can't take it. I Let's go to the it. Canal October City F- Oktoberfest. So it's those end. are the dates we have. There's lots of stuff though. Our Parks and Rec is booking stuff. We have music at at uh, the Clinton Park gazebo. We got music on the waterfront. We got music at uh, the Canal Street uh, Pavilion there uh we got food truck Thursdays coming back coming back just just
1: loads of stuff yeah it's going to be an exciting year and it's going to be a great year for the city of Tonalanda you know if i if if i had a crystal ball i would be using it just to go over all the positive things that are coming up in the city of Tonalanda it's been it's been wonderful now of course can i can i can i look in my rearview mirror just for sure. just for a couple moments frank this being episode 28 right yes so episode 28. So let's look back with fondness.
0: Fondness, yes.
1: On a, on a couple of our previous shows that we had. Some wonderful, wonderful guests. And we thank them. Thank them so much for making us uh, the show that we are. Um, this show we had somebody booked. But we just wanted it to be Frank and I for this final one for uh, 2022. But if you look back. Um, our, for our
0: first year.
1: My gosh. We had uh, custom made cleaning. Wonderful folks from custom made cleaning, you know, explaining to us, you know, how busy they are and you know, going yep. through COVID and you know, keeping people supplied and clean and sanitized and,
0: and keeping how, their employees safe. A really good program on keeping their employees safe yep. while they did
1: that. And, that. and that's pretty tough to do. Uh, we had uh, Twin City Meals on Wheels come by
0: great folks and, and during the, this the time.
1: volunteer effort that they do with such you know the people the number that they have uh, you know less than 10 12 people they, you know they produce so many of those meals out of that kitchen no no funding comes to them from any government source uh, they do get some grants and some other monies and donations um,
0: sativa remedy uh, right here on Main Street in Tonawanda. right who uh, a wonderful and well well-educated on the topics of all things, yep. uh, CBD and, and other herbal uh, remedies and care. Just just fantastic stuff. They, they wind up going back uh, to a lot
1: of uh, great things. We had Joey's Place in here. That was a great interview. Wasn't he fun? He is fun, knowledgeable. He loves his business. He loves how much uh, he affects people, uh, his employees.
0: I bet you he's booked for New Year's, but maybe not. You can look up Joey's Place right there on Niagara Street in the city yep. of Tonawanda. I, maybe you can still get a table. I know they do a great job. there. Joey's Place
1: in the, in the city of Tonawanda. Samantha yeah.
0: Moscato. Samantha Moscato. Another brilliant, wonderful interview.
1: Realtor of the century, Gail from the uh, city of Tonawanda. Uh, opened up an office uh, here in the city of Tonawanda. Local
0: uh, girl makes good.
1: On, on Main Street, She uh, she's really, really been... Uh, she's driven. A, she's driven and she's going through a lot of uh, changes with the real estate industry and the interest rates bouncing around, uh, incredibly, they keep going up, but yet, uh, there are people still, um, that need, um, uh, a lot of her services. We had uh chamber of commerce on, we actually went on the road for that one. Yeah, that was a remote remote. Went over there on uh, Sweeney street and sat down with the, uh, nice folks from the Chamber of Commerce and talk to them, what's going on, how businesses could join them and what's going, uh, it's going to happen. And that's, what a, that's a very
0: busy organization. I mean, they have a lot of, a lot of businesses that are engaged in there and they're, they're helping steer, uh, the economy and, and, you know, driving the, the force here in, a, in, in, and around our areas. It's, yep. it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work in, in organizing all those businesses together and helping them uh,
1: get their message out and doing their advertising and we looked at their uh, their calendar, their book of events, and it's full. Every day there oh, was yes. something going on at
0: one of the members of the uh, Chamber of Commerce here in the that, Twin Cities. That book is still available, by the way, because it rolls into 2022-2023. And uh, they have those books down there at the Chamber of Commerce. and It's over on Sweeney Street in North Tonawanda. But you can stop in there during business hours and pick up one of those catalogs. Yep. And they also have those fun maps of... Businesses. Yeah, cartoonish type mats. You know, and you could maps. look very up cute. where very you cool were. Uh, Dave from
1: Defensor was in. Dave from Defensor was in. We had a very high-level uh, talk about uh, uh, guns, Second Amendment training, proper training. Um, safety. Safety uh, laws that were being written, written on the books coming up, possible... Uh, um, you know changes to you know everyday everyday lives are around, yeah. and that was a very informative talk, um, mostly about a
0: training and uh, proper, uh, proper you know common sense. Yeah, we had we had our our playwright and actress from uh, off Broadway there in New York, Miss Osborne. Yes, was Katie. Here. Katie was. Katie was. What here. a delight! That interview just. Flew. We you know, didn't even realize how long it yeah, was till she was it uh, out. going.
1: It's, yeah, it, it it seemed like it was going on maybe like a half an hour, but I think when we wrapped
0: up, it was an incredible. Yeah, uh, it was it was quite long. Hopefully, hopefully, if you haven't heard that episode, it is just it's very an interesting. Katie was episode twenty five. Episode two, not that
1: long ago, not that long ago, and of course, uh, you know, one of our favorite restaurants. Coffee and Stone, where we started our day today. Actually, <laughs> we started our day at Coffee and Stone just to go over a couple of things, and of course, you know, feed our feed our bodies. I had my espresso
0: and my my orange yes. cranberry muffin. Muffin. And, uh, and you had something with bacon in it. Celebrating of the course, day. of course. I had the breakfast burrito. Ah,
1: pico de gallo, black beans, cheese, scrambled eggs. Wow. It was
0: bacon, of course. Bacon, you know, of course, bacon. It was delicious. It was a, a monster thing, but yeah. they, they are they are just size like, of my forearm. That's how big those things are. You read the reviews on them, and everybody
1: is just glowing it, about. And place. what I like about that is that location was just scouted out very professionally by the by the owners, and they did a great great job. And we walked in today, and there was maybe four or five tables out of thirty that were open. Yeah, but as we were sitting there, more people were filing in and filing out. You know, doing takeout orders and stuff, and and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, they ran out of they
0: ran out of gift cards.
1: Yeah, they literally sold out we, of gift cards we, before Christmas. We found out that they ran out of ran out of gift cards. They ordered two hundred and fifty, <laughs> thinking that would be enough to get them through. You know, a little bit, but uh, yeah, the success of Coffee and Stone is is on their food. Yeah, it really it, is. It, it certainly can be. You know, if you had a, like, name, you know, what makes Coffee and Stone phenomenal is their food, the, you know, the service, the location, the ambiance, and just...
0: And it comes out fast. Very not, I'm not waiting for my stuff. Yeah. It's done. Very so.
1: open and friendly environment. We had, um, uh, get, then we had uh, the folks from Hearts and Hands. Um, oh, yes. Talk to the folks from Hearts and Hands, another volunteer organization that is weaved into the fabric of the city of Tonawanda, North Tonawanda. These folks provide transportation, rides to and from, uh, appointments, hospitals, doctors' doctors' visits, shopping, um, going, going to uh, places that they themselves cannot take themselves to. Uh, and you look back on it, the interview that we did with them, if you want to listen to that one, um, that was episode 20. And you look back on that and you think to yourself, what a great, great organization. Not only because you know they'll pick you up, take you where you need to be, and then bring you back home safely, uh, is that they're very personable. They care. They care about getting you, you know, someplace safely. Uh, um, they're volunteer drivers. Uh, all drive, all drive voluntarily. Yeah.
0: They were also talking about visitation care, where some yeah. people just just need to be checked up on, and yeah. you know, and so forth. So this is these are all things that are. are at it yeah, too. it's been a, been a wonderful collection we, in our first year. Yeah,
1: and I, you know, like the the organizations that we have talked to, the organizations that uh, we plan on bringing in here, not just small businesses but other volunteer organizations, they all deserve, you know, not. Just, you know, like a, a donation or a monetary donation or like a, a hey, thank you. But they can also use uh, maybe some of your time, an hour, an hour a month, maybe, if you've got that. Uh, would go a long way on, uh, on helping them out. But we've got uh, Big Mike's Roosevelt uh, Food Pantries on uh, Roosevelt and Grove Street there. We've got them in front of uh, Tanawata Fire Headquarters. Well, so many, so right so front. many places that uh, they're just volunteers, and they're just doing it
0: because uh, the need is great. And the people need the help and year look, round. And looking down, looking down the road, we're uh, trying to get uh, a date for uh, Neighbors United and some other organizations yeah. to come on in. And we have some other small business owners here in the area uh, to come in. And you know, we, we've managed to, to stay clean of, of uh, <laughs> political strife, uh, so to speak. Yeah, um, and it's easy to do. Yeah, there, there, there have been some comments in in the arena that have come up about our podcast, and I uh-huh. need to remind everybody, we are not funded by anyone. Uh, Carl and I, this is, this is out of pocket, and uh, <laughs> this is this is what we do. We're doing it as a, a community services, non nonpartisan, and uh, we really enjoy it. And uh, you know what? The, some of the surprises that we had at episode one, we had a single mic, and we did the best that we could. And now we have a, a more formal studio. Um, but I mean, uh, who expected Australia, uh, Spain, Italy, yeah. England, Alaska, uh, folks, folks to be listening to these? And podcasts. we love them all. We love yeah. them all, and we're, it's, it's 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 awesome. We're, it's, it's pretty we're crazy.
1: It, it's just growing by leaps and bounds. And then we've uh, we've had some you know friends of ours, uh, a friend of mine, you know, out in Rochester, Fred Salber, in his uh, wonderful
0: podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just an old guy with a mic. He's he's doing great too. And he is. He's, it's it's nice, you know. And I think, uh, you know, we started this 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 whole thing with the whole idea of just you know uh, giving a little information out there and, and helping people stay on top of what's coming up. And, we tried to do that, and uh, somehow we we had the strange idea—at least I did—we try to make it a little entertaining. Uh, that remains it, to be seen. It remains to be seen. The Even, vote the vote is still out, Frank. Yeah. Well, they keep, they ask if you know. A, is this like an on-air personality type thing, or is this this is how Carl and I are in real life? Yes, Frank and I go back many many years when I had dark hair
1: and was younger, much thinner and more athletic build, of course.
0: And uh, when I had short hair and I weighed a lot more. Yeah, Frank yeah you know, Frank was
1: Frank had a different
0: yeah <laughs> completely different physique and character. Yeah, but, but we this, go, this is us. Yeah, it's
1: it's us. We go back and we've uh, certainly known each other through the years, and we've. Uh, not stayed in contact constantly through the years, but we've certainly known known each other. And uh, I respect Frank just for Frank himself. Frank is a very well-spoken gentleman. Uh, he's an honest guy. He works very hard at his craft in, in, in doing instructing and inspecting homes and um, helping people along the way. He's a volunteer fireman. He's a volunteer with our fire police department. Uh, He was out, uh, you know, he won't take any credit for it, but he was out all during the storm in uh, one of the uh, city uh, auxiliary uh, vehicles, fire vehicles, uh, helping out our neighbors in our city. And uh, for that, he doesn't want any thanks for that. He doesn't do anything, you know, for a pat on the back or, you know, hey, Frank, or, or any acknowledgement whatsoever. He's probably cringing as I'm looking at him as I'm doing this right now. Uh, even mentioning any of his good works throughout the years. but uh, I can still edit this part out. He can, <laughs> but but then he won't get my uh, wrap-it-up-with-a-bow uh, ending. Oh. So, so, yeah, uh, Frank's one of those uh, folks that, uh, you know, he could have the nickname, uh, you know, 911, because if you call him, he'll be there for you, and he'll help you. And he does things a lot uh, for a lot of people, you know, under the radar, as it were. And he just does not want his name... You know, on a lot of things because it's a volunteer effort, and uh, for that, I love him
0: Wow, Carl! I, wow, um, thank you, thank you for that, and uh, wow, kind words. I uh, that was unexpected, but you know what? It's 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 hard for somebody to make me speechless, <laughs> and, and I am kind of there. Uh, Carl, for his part, he's dedicated his entire life to service, both uh, local and federal, and uh, he's now now at the age where he can enjoy the retirement after uh, traveling the country and uh, a TSA instructor and trainer and mentor and field officer and so on. And that's uh, a long career in in that volunteer thing. So we volunteer to do this. We volunteer to keep being silly over the next year. We volunteer to keep bringing you updates and local information and hopefully bring a little sunshine yeah. to your day, you know, just, uh, even if you just smirk because it's really corny dad humor, we're okay with that. Yeah. Um, because and it's, it is, it is about giving something to you.
1: Yeah. And and, and we, and we're, and when we're here to, you know, speaking, we're really speaking to probably just each other, but you know, we're letting you listen in <laughs> on our, on our banter, you know, around the globe. And, uh, we just, want to express to you folks that the city of Tonawanda in New York is a wonderful, wonderful place. And if you ever get a chance to come visit the Niagara Frontier, Niagara Falls, and Buffalo, and you know, go down to uh, Jamestown to the uh, Comedy uh, Hall of Fame and Museum Lucille down Ball, there. Lucille
0: Ball from there. You know, yeah. we're
1: right between, if you look geographically, we're right between the Baseball Hall of Fame and the Football Hall of Fame. North to us in Toronto is the Hockey Hall of Fame.
0: So uh, we're geographically uh, in a great place. We are right at the Niagara River outlet of the Erie Barge Canal. Yep. Uh, That's two blocks from us. But uh, yeah, we we live in a great area with just, uh, we're just, well, we're blessed. We're blessed. And we're blessed to have you listening. And hopefully we can be blessed enough to bring you more in in the next year. And we promise to keep it uh, uh, cost-free and (laughs) partisan-free and politics-free Uh, As we go forward, sure, Carl. uh, You know we're we're up at that point and last show of 2022, our first year, and and go ahead and put a bow on this thing. Well, folks, I I just want to say again, uh, just witnessing
1: all the good deeds and all the good works and uh, sacrifices that we're giving uh, to each other during the uh, past uh, events last weekend, Christmas weekend, um, just remind uh, Frank and myself that. There is so much good and people out there that uh, it it just warms my heart that I continue to see and hear of all the good stories that continually go on in our area, and we we just pray that you know the families and the individuals affected negatively by uh, the blizzard um, you know get some relief and some help. So, pay it forward, folks. Uh, Try and do a good deed. If not a good deed, then have some uh, positive thoughts uh, for some folks out there that uh, absolutely need it.
0: Well said. Well said. Uh, Carl, Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to all you out there. And uh, I, I always close with the same phrase because to me it has meaning. If your heart is full of love, there's no room for hate. See you next year, Carl. See you next year, Frank. Happy New Year, all.